Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. Each week, we have the opportunity to dial in our local members from all around the world to share with us some of the important things that we need to know about doing business in their jurisdiction. And one of those items is international travel and the challenges that have come up with COVID and where it's impacting the world, particularly in the Asia Pacific region and also mostly in China. And I have the opportunity to have Jeffrey Wilson, a counsel at Junha, on the phone today. Jeffrey, how are you? Very fine. Thank you. And Happy New Year, Pete. Thanks a lot. We haven't seen each other in a while. And I guess life in China has been difficult, particularly when it comes to travel and and now the new onspread of COVID that's over there. Fill us in a little bit, if you would, on what's happening in China. Well, as you and probably most of the listeners know, when COVID hit in 2019, more than three years ago now, travel was severely interrupted. And business travelers, people coming to work, it was very, very difficult, both for foreigners to come here and also local people to go overseas for study or for business or visit relatives. So things have been at a standstill and the situation abruptly changed early December 7th and 8th, where essentially China just abandoned the zero COVID policy and has opened things up dramatically. And that has huge changes for business travelers going back and forth between China and the rest of the world. So there's the end of the zero COVID. So how is that impacting business visas, flights in and out? I mean, is there just open travel wherever they need it to be? Well, in March 2000, yeah, again, almost three years ago, all visas, uh, business visas were canceled. So if you held a multiple entry or single entry business visa at that time, it was no longer valid. You had to get a new one. So China has gradually changed and opened up regarding business visas and allowing people to apply for them. But currently, I believe it's mostly a single entry visa. So people need to get new visas to come to China. That's one thing. Number two, they dropped the quarantine requirement. So even if people had visas, even if they could get a flight, most people, almost everyone was very hesitant to come over to China, knowing that they'd have to initially have a 21-day quarantine that was dropped to five days. And on January 8th, just a few days from now, the quarantine requirement will end. So business travelers, people coming into work with visas, no longer have to immediately go into a quarantine upon arrival. Now that they test positive, they may be required to quarantine and get medical treatment. But that was a huge disincentive for almost every business traveler coming over here is to you know, face the prospect of a quarantine, particularly at a centralized quarantine center, which could in fact be like you know, a hut in the middle of a, you know. Oh my gosh, they're sleeping in the middle of a gymnasium somewhere. Not only that is even if you were not subject to quarantine, you could be subject to a lockdown like we were in Shanghai for well over a month. So you could show up on a business trip, but then be forced to stay in a hotel for months. So that will change things a lot. So the visa situation and people having to get new visas to come in, but also for the outbound travelers from China, they were not issuing new passports, generally speaking. So it was very difficult for staff to travel overseas. And now that's going to open up so people can get new passports. But even though things are changing here, it's not completely open up yet. So given some of the the rise of COVID that we've heard about in China, and again, in other parts of the world here in the U.S., you know, we certainly have pockets of that and there's certainly some precautions. But for the most part, the wave that hit us in the last several years has at least ebbed at this point. But what are we doing about people leaving China, coming into other countries? Do you anticipate there's going to be restrictions for them to travel into countries like the U.S.? 
Well, there's restrictions both ways. For example, right now, China, as many people have seen in the media, a huge wave of COVID with the restrictions and zero COVID. So, you know, in the past, we had green codes. We had to show codes going anywhere. We had to show we were healthy. We were tested almost every day for many people. Right now, there's literally hundreds of millions of people getting COVID. So, for example, Chinese now wanting to travel to the United States, I believe the U.S. consulate may be closed. So can they get a visa? It may be very difficult for people to travel overseas right now. Other consulates may face the same thing. So even if they can, locals can get a visa or they hold a visa, they're still going to need to be tested before they get on the plane. And these rules may be imposed by the overseas governments as well. For example, United States, I think, announced a requirement So you've got Japan even has a threat of a quarantine if someone shows up in Japan testing positive. So you have Spain, Malaysia, India, Australia, Italy, Britain, Canada, France, all these countries have restrictions now. So, you know, while I'm sitting in China, anyone, you know, either they're going from these countries to China and back needs to check what are the local regulations and practices when they go back or when their local staff goes to these countries. And I have seen ELA members already post on this issue about the the requirements for travelers coming from China into their own countries. So that's going that way. On the other hand, coming here, I believe that China still requires a negative test before people get on the plane. So you have to find some place, for example, the United States or Canada, you know, or Singapore to get, you know, a negative test. And then coming here, then you'll be tested again. And, you know, as I said, you, you could still be put in quarantine if you test positive. So they're going to put people that come into the country in quarantine if they test positive. Yeah. But people within China that are positive, are they quarantined as well? You're supposed to quarantine at home. So if you get sick, you're supposed to stay at home for seven days until you're cleared. But, you know, the whole testing regime has completely disappeared. It's now a self-compliance. And even for close contacts, they were supposed to stay home. But now China is encouraging people to go back to work if they feel healthy and they can. So many people now are going back as the wave kind of crests and goes down. So workforces now are going back to work. It's hitting different parts of the country at different times. For example, our Beijing office was hit first. And now our Shanghai office, where I am, is is hitting the crest. But, you know, schools are still closed. Many activities are still closed. It's going to take, you know, a month or two to get through this to when things kind of resemble the way they were, say, three years ago. Isn't that amazing? So it seems like the momentum of business kind of drives what's happening on the global health perspective, because people need to get to China. People in China need to get out of China. And yet the COVID restrictions that we put in, has it had a major impact, all those restrictions on your clients in China? Yeah, of course. I mean, many of them have wanted to come to China for literally years. You know, they had their local staff running the operations and maybe they report to people overseas that people overseas need to come in and see what's been going on for the last several years. But even if people have the visas right now and you know, things kind of settle down in terms of COVID, the other issue is flights. I read a statistic saying that there's only 8% of pre-pandemic levels of flights coming to China right now. So getting a flight is extremely difficult and it can be up to 10 times the cost of flights before COVID. So their companies are likely still going to wait for a couple months, at least till the number of flights go up, the availability, and hopefully the costs will go down so business travel can be more feasible. 
So Jeffrey, given all the the restrictions on travel, how difficult it is to get in and out of the country, no flights, how are you conducting international business? I mean, what about conventions, trade shows, any of that stuff? Well, you know, China has been a magnet for meetings, regional meetings, global meetings, trade shows, all kinds of events. And that has stopped in the last three years. And now, even if things do open up, it's going to take a year or two, at least at the minimum, for that to ramp up again, because people have already planned their locations. And this is not only business things, it's events, it's concerts, it's sporting events. So it's going to take a while, you know, I'd say one or two, maybe even three years for that to return to normal. But I, my guess is that many companies will try to arrange things as quickly as possible to engage in particular with their customers, their staff their clients. So I I see that making an effort in the medium term. Well, Jeffrey, along the same vein, I mean, hotels and restaurants, all those convention properties. I mean, even when we had our meeting there a few years ago, you know, we took over a hotel. Those hotel properties have got to be struggling as well. Well, Pete, I haven't told you this, but that hotel is closed. (laughs) So where we were several years ago, and many of those restaurants have suffered very badly and have been closed. So in terms of the, the inbound hospitality industry, it's really, really been hurt. So that industry in particular was pushing, I, I think, you know, below the surface to reopen, to enable them to survive. You know, as the economy changes in, in China over the last few decades, you know, tourism and entertainment have become much more important. So you have not only the inbound business and the domestic business with Chinese travelers traveling around, well, of course, you have the outbound business, you know, the, the overseas market, you know, attracting Chinese tourists has basically evaporated over the last three years. I, I believe many countries, you are looking to bring many of these tourists back. Well, Jeffrey, it's a revolving door for sure. Depending on where you are in the world, COVID has its impact, but on giant places like China, it really moves the needle when things like that happen. So you have COVID now, I understand. Yeah, I'm just recovering. So I will go back into work and hopefully I'll see most of my colleagues there. But as I said, it will take a while. Well, look, I'd love to check back with you in the next month or so and figure out where we go from here. But we wish you well and a speedy recovery. Thanks for the update. My pleasure. And we will, of course, you know, be updating clients on this as well. And also, I, I encourage the listeners to follow the other posts and blogs and podcasts from the other ELA members, because as I mentioned before, they're following this issue as well, because it affects clients from those countries as, as well as from here. Absolutely. If you'd like to connect with Jeffrey Wilson, you can find his bio by clicking on his name in the description of this podcast. Also, to find out about more ELA members and the vlogs and podcasts and articles that they're writing on this subject, you can find them on ela.law. There you can also receive invitations to our upcoming webinars, download white papers, get access to on-demand content from our online library, or use the ELA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Pete Waltz. Thanks for listening.